Alrighty, everybody. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, uh, division by division, going over the free agent moves. Uh, Wiz, we finished the AFC East, and we go right back into a situation where there's uh, all kinds of clouds hanging over a situation of quarterback in this division as well. We're talking about the AFC North and uh, the Baltimore Ravens, Wiz. Lamar Jackson, where is this going? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going into a land and a place that uh, the Ravens did not think uh, it would ever get to. But uh, I just feel it's going to come down to a decision by Lamar Jackson whether he's going to play for 30-something million a year on the franchise tag or he's going to elect not to sign it. And the, the Ravens won't have Lamar Jackson for the year. Now, the <clears throat> the issue becomes how much do the Ravens think that that's a possibility uh, because if they do, then you may see them drafting like Kendon Hooker or a, or a quarterback in the first round, something that they never thought they would do. But uh, as far as the purpose of this podcast is concerned, adding Nelson Aguilar is your big splash in terms of free agent signings. I'm not sure where this is going with the Ravens, but uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's an ugly situation all around, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But it's only going to be three weeks before we really get to see what the Ravens think is about to happen here based on uh, what they do in this draft. Yeah, they, they did nothing in the offseason. I, you know, I don't know. I guess you know, from a free agent standpoint, the fact that there was a cloud over this team and uncertainty around Lamar Jackson, did that keep players away from it? I don't know. This is a team that has lacked uh, – Star power at the receiver position for a while. Rashad Bateman will be coming back from an injury. Uh, he had gotten off to a good start last year before going down. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, everything centers on Lamar Jackson. The fact of the matter is, you know, even though they've not really done much in the playoffs, uh, Lamar Jackson had MVP season in 2019. He's not been able to get to that place again uh, in terms of statistics. Uh, and, you know, they're also moving around from their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. So, it was going to look different anyway. Uh, but, yeah, they don't even have a backup quarterback sign, right? Because Tyler Huntley is still a, a, a free agent, correct? Yeah, I think he is a he may be, he may be a restricted free agent, okay. though. Uh, but uh, but their, their, their situation, I mean, they can't like what they saw when Lamar Jackson didn't play uh, last year. Their offense was just inept, <laughs> and their defense played well enough to beat Cincinnati in that playoff game. So it's a, it's a strange thing all around, uh, but um, not, not much to, to say uh, pretty, you know, n- not much a positive to say about the Ravens as we head into the 2023 season. No. And you're competing with a, a Cleveland Brown team now that will have Deshaun Watson in, in the fold for the entire season. I think what you saw last year in six games is unlikely to be representative of, of what you're going to get. And, and the Cleveland Browns will probably be more of a force to be reckoned with this season. Obviously, the Bengals, you know, doing what they've done the last couple of seasons. So, you know, the Baltimore Ravens don't want to lose sight of, of what they've been in this division. And, and right now, they, uh, you know, this distraction and uh, this kind of hanging over the team is, is certainly not a positive development. Um, 
the Browns. Let's talk, let's talk about the Browns, Wiz. So, yeah, obviously Watson was the big signing last year. Uh, his contract is part of the reason why we're, we're in this situation with Lamar Jackson because of all the guaranteed money that he got. Uh, when he was on the field last year, he was actually terrible, uh, but that's not a huge surprise given the fact that he hadn't played football in 18 months. No chemistry with his players, unable to work out with them. Uh, but the Browns, you know, they had that formidable running duo uh, in Chubb uh, and Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, they brought Elijah more into this team and you know now you get uh Deshaun Watson for an entire year yeah I mean when it's, when you look at the when you look at the Browns it starts off it starts off with that elite offensive line which is always the best kind of foundation to have uh Deshaun Watson figures to be a lot better this year that's not saying much because he was awful and you want him to start playing towards the ability of that massive contract he got being a top five, seven quarterback in the league. And uh, that's what they're hoping for. And you have an offensive line. You have one of the best running backs in football, Nick Chubb. I like the Elijah Moore signing. I think um, he, he's a good, he's a very good young slot player with uh, learning from Amari Cooper, who's one of the best route runners in the NFL, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, kind of had a breakout season last year, so I kind of I kind of like uh, what's going on with their pass catches and uh, David Njoku just seems like he's one of these raw talents, and maybe the light switch went on with him. So um, I'm liking what the Browns have done, and uh, they also added uh, Marquise Goodwin, just a different type of receiver than the other guys that they have. Somebody who could make big big plays in the passing game. Um, kind of their version of the Sean Jackson, if you will. So uh, I'm liking what Cleveland is, uh, is looking like uh, for this upcoming season. Yeah, and they also uh, they also made some key moves on defense. I mean, we're not really talking about defense here, but they did make some good moves. They got rid of that bum Jadavion Clowney, who's just nothing but a distraction. He's gone. Um, their defense will probably be better with some of the moves they made. They brought in Tomlinson. They brought in uh, uh, Juan Thornhill as well. So you know, this will be a better this will be a better team. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is gone. Was did did they did they do something? I, I can't remember what they did in the yeah, back. Yeah, they got they got they got Kellen Mond. Okay. Um, yep. For the Vikings, okay. uh, in there, you know, and, and Joshua Dobbs as well. But uh, yeah, so Brissett's moved on, but uh, but they do have Killamond, uh, a player that the Vikings took with a fairly early pick a few years ago. So um, we'll 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 see how it looks for the Browns, and uh, I guess we can move on to the team that you mentioned a minute ago as well, the Cincinnati Bengals, and. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at them, and I, I think they lost a couple of key players. Uh, Samaje P. Ryan was yeah. outstanding coming, uh, you know, with, when he came in that opportunity last year. And I, I think that's going to be a key loss. And I, I think kind of Hayden Hurst, losing him is kind of an understated thing. And uh, I think they have Hurst Smith in that tight end room right now. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the way P. Ryan played and the way Hurst and Hayden Hayden Hurst was such a factor kind of going towards the end of the year last year. I think those are are two big losses for Cincinnati. Yep. No, I I, I agree. Hurst Hurst was a great signing, I thought, for the the Panthers. I think he'll be a top 10 tight end most likely in that offense, quite frankly. Um, But, yeah, he's a loss here. Irv Smith Jr. is is physically talented but physically uh, a challenge in terms of staying on the football field. And, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow utilized that tight end spot 
quite a bit last year. So we'll see how that shakes out. The Bengals lost three guys in their secondary. Um, that, that's one thing, you know, with Jesse Bates, Von Bell, uh, and Eli Apple. Or Eli Apple's not a good football player, but they're all gone. So, so they'll, be, they'll be working on that uh, in the draft for certain. But, um, yeah, I, I agree, Wiz. Um, yeah, but they, they do bring in Orlando Brown into this offense. So that will that's, again, another move to kind of shore up this offensive line. Early in the year, the offensive line struggled. By the end of the year, there was a lot more cohesiveness, and Joe Burrow was able to stay upright a lot more last year. Yeah, he really, he really was. But, you know, I think, again, I just think – when you look at what happened last year, mixing missing time and mixing having a, some games where just P Ryan out out snapped him and quite frankly outplayed him, um, I think Jay, that depth chart loss is going to be big for Cincinnati. And you know, getting Orlando Brown to protect your blind side is obviously a big deal. But uh, I'm a little concerned about the depth chart of uh, of Cincinnati and of. I think I think in in the last few years they have a guy that could step in, but um, I think if so, one of their key guys gets hurt, I think Cincinnati could be in a little bit of trouble this year. I just feel they don't have the depth offensively that they've had in the past. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I know I know uh, Chantel has talked up Travion Williams, but uh, we've heard about him a lot in the past. And as you mentioned, P. Ryan was a key key component to his offense. And by the way, he will be a key component to start the season in Denver, without a doubt. Absolutely, and uh, that leaves us with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, it didn't appear that much has happened, especially offensively, with them in, in the in the off season. I think they kind of like that combination of Najee Harris and and Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren, both players uh, <clears throat> look good and a nice a nice combination. And your boy George Pickens um, had some big moments, um, but it, it doesn't look like they've they've done much or added much offensively it's kind of going to look like the same thing to me like count on their defense rely on their defense <clears throat> i thought losing cam sutton was a big loss in free agency to the lions uh i thought he was their best secondary player last year uh not named fitzpatrick but i i don't know i look at i look at pittsburgh and i think it's going to kind of be the same type of deal where they're just going to be in a lot of games and some of these games are going to win by a field goal. Some they're going to lose by a field goal. But I don't think their offense is in a position where they're going to separate themselves and get leads and let that defense, you know, go after the quarterback. So I think Pittsburgh once again is going to be a team that's in the battle. But I don't look at them as a serious contender to come out of the AFC. Yeah. Well, what's amazing was is that you know once again uh, Mike Tomlin was out to pull a rabbit out of a hat and actually come out of that season last year with a winning record. And uh, you know they started the season with Trubisky at quarterback. Kenny Pickett came along. I think as the season progressed, he he, he looked better and better. Um, you know, you talk about this offense. There's a lot of young offensive talent here uh, in guys like Harrison Warren at running back. You mentioned Pickens. Uh, somehow they'll find a way to get Deontay Johnson on the scoreboard this year. 
there last year, no touchdowns, which is quite remarkable. Fryermuth has become a significant part of this offense, and he will definitely be a top 10 tight end in terms of fantasy. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to be in a lot of slugfests. Um, they, they have made a few changes on defense. Uh, they got rid of a guy like Devin Bush, who didn't work out. Uh, TJ Watt obviously needs to be on the field because his defense is night and day without him. Patrick Peterson, veteran guy, he comes in. But yeah, this team will be involved in a lot of those kind of 2017-23-20 type games uh, that the NFC North has been known for over the years. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember what they're looking at. You know, last year they looked at a one-division opponent that didn't have their starting quarterback because he was suspended for most of the year, another division opponent who didn't have their quarterback because he was hurt most of the year. So we'll see if the Ravens get that thing with Lamar Jackson sorted. But, you know, Deshaun Watson is going to be, and, and you have to think that Cleveland is going to be much better than they were last year. So uh, I just think I wouldn't count Pittsburgh out. Because uh, I think that division lends itself to you know nine and eight, a ten and seven winning that division. But uh, certainly, uh, I'm looking at that offense and thinking uh, it's going to be kind of a lot more of the same old same with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't disagree. All right, Wiz. So that is it for the NFC North uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, uh, division by division, talking about the free agent fallout. Uh, we'll move our way to the South in the AFC next, and uh, yeah, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So uh, talk to you in a bit, Wiz, about the AFC South.